Over the last few seasons, one player the Knicks have attempted to go after and get on this roster has been OG Ananobi. But for one reason or another, they have failed to get a deal done. Now, add that to the fact that Toronto and the Knicks have an impending lawsuit, it looks like a trade is never going to happen. However, if you take things to an intense, shocking degree, maybe you can get a deal done. Because I believe this current trade proposal that was given to us by Bleacher Report is the only way OG Ananobi becomes a New York Knick. We're going to break down the report, see exactly what the trade is, and see if the New York Knicks should ultimately make this move. All of this and so much more today. So be sure you're subscribed to the channel and have notifications turned on so you don't miss a second of the new content. And now, let's get started. This is an insane trade proposal by Bleacher Report. Now, for the last few weeks, there have been a number of reports coming out linking the Knicks to OG Ananobi, having different trade proposals coming out, having OG Ananobi head to the Knicks. And a lot of people are asking why these trade scenarios are even happening in the first place because with the impending lawsuit with Toronto and the Knicks, there's no way those two teams are going to do business. And I agree with that. I don't think those two teams individually are going to do business. However, if you make an insane shocking trade like Bleacher Report is suggesting, then maybe, just maybe, you can get OG Ananobi on the Knicks. But it's going to take a lot of work. And of course, if you hadn't guessed already, it's going to take three teams to get it done. Shout out to Bleacher Report's Andy Bailey for giving us this insane three-team trade that lands the Knicks OG Ananobi, the Raptors Andrew Wiggins, and the Warriors Pascal Siakam. Here's the full trade. Warriors receive Siakam and Isaiah Hartenstein. Raptors receive Wiggins, Fournier, Kaminga, Grimes, a 2024 first-round pick from New York, a 2028 first-round pick from New York, and a 2028 first-round pick from Golden State. Those two picks from New York are likely unprotected picks. Knicks receive OG Ananobi, Moses Moody, and Gary Payton II. One word for that trade proposal. Insane. The amount of players, draft picked, talent, and upgrades to talent on each roster that's happening in that trade is absolutely phenomenal. And you can make the argument some teams get better, some teams get worse, but you could also say that the teams get what they need in some regard. We've said for months that the Knicks need a legit, consistent 3 and D wing that can help you on defense as well as offense. And because of that, that's why Bleacher Report is suggesting OG Ananobi so many times in so many reports. And they also suggest right now here why the Knicks need to make this insane trade offer to get OG Ananobi on the Knicks. So according to Bleacher Report, the Knicks would be doubling down on defense. They would receive OG Ananobi, Moses Moody, and Gary Payton II. But in that regard, they would lose Quentin Grimes, Isaiah Hartenstein, Evan Fournier, a 2024 first-round pick, and a 2028 first-round pick. So Bleacher Report is suggesting here that the reason the Knicks would do this is because they would get their wing. They will double down on defense. The wing and OG Ananobi would definitely give you scoring and offense as well too. So he helps you in that regard. And the Knicks get more size at each position 
that they're playing on their starting unit. Because in this regard, if they do the deal, then you're likely moving R.J. Barrett to the two. If you're moving R.J. Barrett to the two, the Knicks have size in every single position. And if the Knicks were to do that and have this move work out that way, then they would absolutely be able to give it to any starting unit that they would be able to face because of the size and the defense the Knicks would have. So absolutely, I can understand why the Knicks would want to entertain this deal. But did you look at what the Knicks are losing in this trade package? I get that people are down on Quentin Grimes. I'm down on him, but not enough to trade him. I'd rather bench him and see what he can do with that unit. Because I still think Quentin Grimes can thrive if he's not playing with the starters. I think we owe it to him to play him off the bench to see what he can do before we just trade him away to any particular team. But the Isaiah Hartenstein thing there, it hurts my heart a little bit. I know Isaiah didn't have a great start to his Knicks career. But right now, I don't even think it's an argument. The best backup big in the NBA is Isaiah Hartenstein. The Knicks have the best two big men in the NBA if you're talking about starting and also coming off the bench regarding defensive play and rebounding. Because both of those guys, in terms of offensive rebounding, they're both top five right now. And Mitch starts and Isaiah Hartenstein's off the bench. And Isaiah Hartenstein doesn't really do anything on offense a lot of the times. Sometimes he'll get around the rim, he'll do those putback dunks, or he'll do those floaters, or if somebody misses a shot, he'll come down, he'll run in, and he'll complete the dunk. So we've seen Hartenstein do those things. But he's been so good and so impactful for this Knicks team. He's grown into this role. And he even said in an interview recently that when he came to the Knicks, he had a certain skill set. But that wasn't going to work with the Knicks. He had to adapt and change it. It took him a little bit, but he did it. And because he did that, he's thriving with the Knicks. And it shows you just because you have a different game when you come to the Knicks. If you can play a certain style and you can grow into a role, Tom Thibodeau has no reason not to play you and not to help and watch you succeed and help your game grow. And I think Isaiah Hartenstein said that as well too. And ever since then, Isaiah Hartenstein has grown into a Tom Thibodeau favorite. Thibs plays him late games as well too, depending on where Mitchell Robinson is regarding fouls and how the matchup is. So I can see Tom Thibodeau doing that as well too. You can clearly see he has a trust for Isaiah. The four-year thing, I get that as well too. I'm not too mad at that. I understand the trade you have to give to get, but I think the Knicks are giving up a lot, especially those first round picks. I don't know if they're protected or not. This particular trade didn't say they were protected. So in my head, I'm thinking they're unprotected. So if it's unprotected picks plus those players, I'm out. I love OG. I think he is the perfect fit for this Knicks team right after Mikel Bridges. But I'm not going to give up that many picks for a player that has a player option next season. He is CAA, folks. He likely is going to walk depending on what Toronto offers him. And if he walks and explores free agency, then he's likely going to see what the Knicks are going to have to offer him. And the Knicks are going to probably prioritize him because he's CAA. It doesn't make sense for me, and I hope it doesn't make sense for Leon Rose to do this trade for the Knicks to get them OG Ananobi and lose all these assets. Just wait till free agency, use the CAA thing, and try to get him here that way. Because that way is the cheapest way, it keeps your assets, and it also allows you to potentially go out and get that other star with the players, the picks, and other things you have at your disposal. And I think that's the way the Knicks should go. And if I know Leon Rose and the way he's risk-averse, I absolutely think that's the way the Knicks are going to move. But Bleacher Report does not believe that. 
Bleacher Report believes that the Knicks should make this move, and here's why. According to Bleacher Report, they state that the Knicks are already fifth in the league in points allowed per 100 possessions, and this trade could very well make them better on that end. Losing Hartenstein hurts the second unit, but Ananobi is among the most formidable perimeter defenders in the league. They're not wrong about that, but again, you could potentially get Ananobi for free during free agency and still have assets available to make another move to get a star or superstar player here. If you give up those assets now for OG Ananobi, you have less assets to go ahead and try to make that move. And I argue again, why not try to do it in free agency? Why do you have to make the move now? I get that other teams are going to compete in free agency, but the CAA connection should weigh a lot for the Knicks because we already know how heavily the Knicks pursue those players. And I think OG Ananobi to an extent knows that too. The Knicks need a player like OG Ananobi. So I understand why teams may not want the Knicks to wait and why other type of league sources may want the Knicks to jump at the chance to go ahead and trade for a player of OG Ananobi's caliber. But again, I think as of right now where the Knicks are, they should not make any rash or hasty moves. The trade makes sense in terms of getting the Knicks the player that they absolutely need, a 3 and D wing, especially one of OG Ananobi's talent. But giving up all of those assets for a player like OG doesn't make sense. Even if you include all those other players included in the trade by Bleacher Report, it still doesn't make sense for me. I have no idea how Moses Moody is going to be used by Tom Thibodeau, so I can't say anything about that. Peyton II is out with significant time. have no idea what his timetable is. Again, I understand it from some perspectives. The Knicks get the player that they need, that they've wanted, that they've always wanted, that they've been reported from, rumored to, linked to, connected to, for this season, last season, off seasons. I get it, 100%. The Knicks don't make a move just to make a move under Leon Rose. Older regimes probably did that. Leon Rose, no. And honestly, I love that. Don't make a move just to make a move. Make a move, but make the right move. And if the right move isn't available, then it's your job to make sure that the assets that you have don't lose value or lose as little value as possible, depending on what you're trying to do. And also make sure that they look attractive to other teams that have the stars that you want. So that's the biggest thing that the Knicks need to do, I think, a little bit better. Feature the talent that they want to trade a little bit more so they can get value back for them. Because if you don't do that, then I think it's going to hurt the Knicks and hurt that type of trade they're trying to make down the road. It can only help the Knicks to showcase the talent and the depth that they have because that helps the teams around the league know what the Knicks would be willing to part with in order to get that star player. It helps everybody. This is an insane trade reported by Bleacher Report here. Absolutely. I saw it from front to back. We covered the entire thing more or less. And I can tell you again, even though it looks really appealing, there is no way I am doing this trade at all. It is too costly, too significant. And I think I would rather the Knicks retain all of this and try to use it to get a star player down the road than rather get these particular players on the Knicks. Because as of right now, I know Leon Rose is looking for that star or superstar player. Not a couple of role players that potentially could help the Knicks get better. They want a sure fire thing. And a championship caliber player 
is a surefire thing. And I think that's what Leon Rose and the Knicks are looking for. But what about you guys? What do you think about this entire situation with the Knicks and potentially this particular insane trade package? Because I think the only way the Knicks can get OG and Obi is if they do a deal like this. A third team is going to have to be in there because if a third team is not in the deal, there is no way the Raptors and the Knicks are going to do business up front. Let me know in the comments below your thoughts because honestly, I would love to hear from you. But that's going to do it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, go ahead and smash that like button. Leave a comment below. And of course, guys, please subscribe to the channel. Until next time, Nick fans. Peace.